If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all... It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? Hello. Welcome to Side Hustle School. My name is Chris Guillebeau. So, so glad you're here. Happy weekend, at least for those listening in real time. It's the weekend. So I'm working on this episode. It's going out. Uh, I have been, let's see, where have I been? I have to kind of look at my calendar because it's been a different city every day. I uh, started out in New York this week, went to Boston, San Francisco, and my hometown, Portland, Oregon. It's been awesome to hang out with lots of listeners, readers, uh, people out there doing all kinds of amazing things. Uh, next week, I'm going to Vancouver and Toronto in Canada. So lots of good, intense, busy, and exciting times. All right, let's talk about today's story. When a scientist and engineer become dissatisfied with their day jobs, they open a healthy, unbelievable food stall. Unbelievable. Get it? Well, keep listening. You will. I've mentioned before that food businesses can be tough. So I always admire those who have the fortitude to see through the inevitable challenges and end up thriving. This superhero duo, scientist plus engineer, also learned some valuable lessons on how not all food markets are created equal and how knowing who your customers are, therefore where they're likely to congregate, is critical. So if you're out there and you've already started your side hustle, do you know who your customers are? Do you really know? Like you've got people purchasing, you've got them signing up, but do you know who they really are? And do you know where you can find them, whether offline or online? And the same kind of thinking is helpful if you're just starting out, or if you've just got an idea, right from the beginning, think, who will my customers be? And where can I find them, whether offline or online? So we'll talk about all that in the story. It's called Corporate Refugees Find Bliss in Healthy Food Bowls. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Julia Green and Andrew Palumo were working together at an engineering firm in Sydney, Australia. She was an environmental scientist, and he was an electrical engineer. Although they had very different roles, both jobs shared one thing, a stuffy corporate working environment. Shirts, ties, and power suits were the everyday uniform. But it wasn't just the clothes that made these two friends uncomfortable. It was the culture of the corporate world. It just didn't lend itself to their personalities. Their jobs lacked the fun and fulfillment they craved. They often meet for lunch and talk about the what ifs and maybes of starting something on their own. One day, after a particularly stressful morning, they came up with an idea that bowled both of them over. It began with listing a few things they were good at. Julia was a skilled amateur chef, and Andrew, forever a ray of positivity, loved engaging with people. The idea seemed obvious in hindsight. They should do something in the food industry where they could serve happy customers. They decided on health food bowls, a popular trend at the time, the type filled with salad, fresh food, and delicious flavors. The concept was right up their bowling alley. Since they dreamed of giving up the corporate life to follow their bliss, that's what they called their new venture, Bliss Bowls. Now they had a recipe, but it was time to cook the meal. Julia put on her thinking cap and concocted several creations. She threw everything she loved into her shopping list, fresh salads, spinach, tofu, organic meats, and avocado. Anything you could find in the health food section was on the table. Throwing them together in different combinations eventually yielded a few options. The prep was done, the meal was ready, it was time for a taste test. After receiving positive feedback from a few friends, these two corporate buddies were ready to get out there and show the world their blissful bowls. So where would they do it? They didn't want to deal with the expense of a store or shopfront, so instead they opted to try selling at local markets. They registered for a popular one right underneath the Sydney Harbor Bridge, a beautiful place for a debut. Side note, that's actually one of my favorite places in the world. They spent around $5,000 on startup costs. That included purchasing cooking equipment, marquees for the stall, as well as ingredients and serving materials. They were excited to get out there and start serving up meals fit for a healthy king. The first day went extremely well. Not all days would, but the first day did. Andrew and Julia were so busy, they can't even remember a single specific customer. But they do remember the way the day made them feel. Excited and relieved that Bliss Bowls resonated. They sold out, made hundreds of dollars in profit, and validated their idea. By now, it was early 2017 and time to make some tough decisions. Julia decided she couldn't take the corporate life any longer. She realized that although she loved food, she'd never actually worked in the industry. So she quit her corporate job and took another job at a cafe. This way, she could gain experience for Bliss Bowls, something she hoped would eventually become a full-time gig. Andrew didn't go to quite the same extreme, but he did opt to change roles to something a little less demanding cutting down to part-time hours as a business development manager. It might seem rash to make such a commitment so quickly, but in their case, ignorance truly was bliss. Things were moving in the right direction, and their customers were asking for more. They kept running market stalls, honing the process a little each time. They learned to limit their bowls to only three options. It made their own setup simple and more cost-effective, and it also meant customers weren't overwhelmed by choice. Buying a bliss bowl was easy. Just pick from one of our three adorable flavors. I think that pun actually came from them, by the way, adorable. The choices may have been limited, but their revenue wasn't. Some days they made thousands of dollars from a market appearance. But let's be clear, it wasn't all smooth. Other days were not so great, and they actually lost money. In fact, at one particular pop-up style market, for whatever reason, their bowls just didn't resonate with the crowd. At the end of the day, they had sold almost nothing and lost thousands of dollars. As they debriefed, Andrew's famous positivity shone through. They talked it over and knew it wouldn't be the end of the world, and they also asked themselves what they could learn. 
the answer was that market stalls were a real hit-and-miss approach, so they would need to be more selective about which ones to attend. They did that by analyzing their ideal customers and only going where those people would be. By paying attention to that sixth sense, they made almost every market from then on successful, and sales continued to climb. Through 2017 and 2018, they built up their market stall operation into a $30,000 business. Both Andrew and Julia are still working part-time while they grow Bliss Bowls. While they earn less than before, their job satisfaction and quality of life is much better. They love their project, which is why they're taking a huge step in 2019. They'll be opening a Bliss Bowl store using the profit earned so far and some extra funds from savings. They don't know for sure what will happen, but they hope their new store will keep bowling customers over. So as I said, respect. I have a lot of respect uh, for anybody in the food business uh, who perseveres and finds a way to make it work, uh, finds a way to thrive. It can be a very profitable business, uh, or you can also lose a lot of money on it. Uh, you can also be very unsuccessful, um, which is why I always say in situations like this, you know, if you've got multiple ideas, uh, one of them is a high-risk idea, one of them is a low-risk idea, you know, why not choose the low-risk one? Uh, but if it really is your passion, your vision, you know, you've got this idea that you really want to bring this thing to the world, uh, especially in this kind of situation where there's a partnership uh, with complementary skills, then, you know, great. It's wonderful. I want to go try a Bliss Bowl myself uh, the next time I'm in my favorite city in the world, uh, which is, in fact, Sydney, Australia. And also this quote, I want to share a quote with you uh, real quick from this interview we did. Um, something they said kind of stood out to me. One of them said, I forget if it was Andrew or Julia, um, they said, I'd like to think that people are drawn to our business because of our story more so than our food. The food has to be of high quality. That's a given. Um, but why people come back to Bliss Bowls is more because of the experience it brings or the connection people might feel with our story. I thought that was interesting that they're conscious of that value uh, almost from the beginning, it seems like. You know, stories matter. Uh, having a good origin story, having clear purpose for why you're doing what you're doing, uh, and then being willing to share that story. Um, that matters too. That can have a big impact uh, on your outcomes. So think about that. What's your story? Where are your customers? How can you find them both offline and online? And of course, what's your next step? Inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is better. Today's show notes are at sidehustleschool.com slash 896. I'm on to Canada next week and I will keep you informed as I go. Thanks so much. My name is Chris Guillebeau. This is Side Hustle School. project.